Welcome to episode 97 of the Entitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Zach, and this week I'm joined by Pat. Ahoy hoy, everybody. Chance. Hello. And Rick. Rick. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We are a weekly, are we a weekly gaming podcast at this point? We're a spontaneous. We're a spontaneous <laughs> gaming podcast. We like to keep is. you on your toes. We choose we when are we release episodes. Frequent. frequent, infrequent, spontaneous, weekly, bi-weekly. You are the whole thing. We are a gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss the week's biggest gaming news, game reviews and impressions, and talk about the gaming industry in general. Of course, we don't only discuss games. We occasionally talk about movies, TV shows. Favorite outerwear. I like hoodies. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> uh, I'm also a big fan of hoodies. I mean, it's just so convenient. You know, it starts to drizzle. You got a head covering right there. I, I'm wearing a hoodie right now. I think this is just a hoodie appreciation yeah. time. You, you got you to gotta be inconspicuous really quickly. Put on your hood. What is this Assassin's Creed? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's got a gaming thing built in right there. Oh my god! I mean, what other outerwear would you would you be counting like T-shirts as outerwear? No, those are regular wear, like so coats, that, hoodies. So that jackets, well, yeah. So it's like light jackets, who, who's, sweaters. Who's, who's picking? Who's picking any of those over a hoodie? I like a vest. Hoodie has the comfort and the functionality. I don't know. Maybe maybe someone Rick's age would prefer a sweater. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was uncalled i'm closing my laptop right now that was rude bullshit (laughs) i apologize oh my god (laughs) anyway (laughs) that was oh that was rude chance what about you are you a are you a big fan of the hoodie gang also i don't know yeah uh, shoes <laughs> shoes are my favorite outerwear i don't know like yes i'll allow it three hoodies and a shoe only one shoe you can't get the pair that's that's unfair well then it's not as good is it i didn't mean to rhyme i'm a poet i didn't even know it oh my god anyway this week uh we will we'll be having a sony based podcast for what seems like the first time in a long time they've been coming out with a lot of news in the last week but first what have you been playing uh Pat, let's start with you. So start off the week with some Siege. Uh, I did play a little bit more of Psychonauts, but not really enough to to really talk about it. That was just earlier in the week. And then, uh, I guess that was earlier last week. And then since Returnal came out, I've been playing Returnal. Really enjoying it. For those of you who don't know, it is the PlayStation first party new game that just came out on the 30th, I believe. And it is a roguelike sci-fi adventure where uh, you play as Celine who crash lands on this planet and has to uh, basically get from her ship crash to a signal that is being broadcast in the planet. But it's a roguelike. So every time you die, you come back and it like you start at that same crash again. And she's slowly realizing that she's stuck in a loop. And it is. it does have story, um, a little bit more so than Hades, I would say. You're finding audio logs and stuff. That's how like most of the story is being told. But the cool thing is, since it's a, a roguelike, the audio logs are you, yourself, already having recorded something. So you're just finding stuff of runs that have already happened previously before the game, before you started playing the game. So uh, the whole purpose of the game is to figure out, get to the signal, try to figure out what's going on, break the loop. There is a mysterious 20th century astronaut who is following you. I'm just getting like a little bit of that story. So I'm not sure what's going on, why that's happening, but it is very intriguing. The game is broken up into four different biomes and each biome has a boss. And every time you, you die, you start out the first biome. But if you've already beaten the boss of that biome, you can immediately go to the gate of like to the second biome. So it's not like you're restarting a hundred percent. There are permanents that carry over. I've jived with this roguelike more so than, you know, even Hades. Uh, the thing about Hades was that it was on the switch though. So I could in the middle of a run, just turn off my switch and then go back and uh, pick up right where I left off without like losing progress or whatever. Runs were fairly quick. I, Rick, I know you played the most of it. What, what would you say? Average run time was like 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Uh, once you really get into it and start like getting towards the end, um, I would say usually like 45 to an hour. Okay. So yeah, like still not 
terrible, but that's like towards end game. I never got to that point in Hades. Uh, I do eventually want to go back to it, but there's a lot of stuff I eventually want to go back to that I probably never will. Um, but Returnal, uh, average runs are at least on my thing. It started off at like 40 minutes and now they're going for like an hour, two hours to try and get super far into each biome. Plus, if you want to you know, start the second biome with a little bit of upgrades, you want to do a little bit more exploration in the first biome before you get to the second biome. It's it's just too long of one sit-in session. So as soon as you start the game, they're like, hey, if you need to take a break, put your PlayStation in rest mode and come back to it. That's perfectly fine. And I've done that, except that rest mode bug is still going on where the PlayStation just refuses to boot up if you put it in rest mode with a game running. So it will just lose progress. So I've lost a couple of runs where I've like had a decent amount of progress, you know, got very near like the boss or whatever, put it in rest mode because I had to go do something, come back like 30, 40 minutes later, and then I'm, that run is just gone now. So I'm very hesitant to put it in rest mode. And then there's another bug, which... They said they've fixed, but I still ran into since they dropped the patch. So I'm not sure what's going on. But uh, one time I was in a run super far, had my like weapons exactly where I wanted them. I just wanted to go craft an artifact before I faced a boss. I go to the room for crafting, craft the artifact, and then I can't leave the room. Like I can't interact with anything. The doors won't open nothing works for me. And I like Google the bug and a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It just randomly happens where I can't interact with anything. This most recent patch in the patch notes says fixed a bug where pre-order suits would sometimes uh, not allow interaction with doors or items. So I'm like, God damn it. It was the pre-order suit this entire time. And they said they fixed it. So I still had the pre-order suit on. And then like literally the, the first run I tried after the patch, same thing happened like right off the gate. So I didn't lose much progress, but I could not leave the crash site room. So, so uh, just don't put on the pre-order suit. Yeah. So that's when <laughs> I, I restarted the run, took off the pre-order suit and hopefully that was the reason and they can actually fix it in a, in a new patch. But there's been a lot of discussion online about accessibility settings with this game and making it like easier so other people can play. So there's talk of, you know, what, what if they add a save point that you can only reload once, um, in case you do need to stop or, you know, something else like that. And I would be perfectly fine with that. I don't know. It's a single player game. It does have leaderboards, but just if somebody saves it, don't like have their stats upload to the leaderboards or whatever. I'm fine with letting me save just so I can, you know, not have to do 18 useless runs over the course of my, my playtime, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially cause it's just like one of those things where it's like, depending on what time, like like, you might just be, like, hopping on to play for, like, 30 minutes or something to kill time. Exactly. But, like, you're obviously not going to complete a run in 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so and there are well the certain things that carry over. If you get to a permanent unlock, that'll carry over to the next run. Uh, and then there's one type of resource that carries over. But if you've only done, like, 40 minutes of a run where you're just, you know, kind of grinding in the first biome to get to, like, the second boss, then if you lose that progress, then you most likely don't have anything that'll carry over. So it's like, I've just wasted 40 minutes of my life is kind of what it feels like to me. So, uh, right. I mean, I had fun. The game is really fun. It's a third person shooter. I'm, I don't know if I mentioned that, but it's kind of like bullet helly and it has like uh, this really interesting, but also frustrating mechanic where every time you get a kill without being hit, it adds uh, a count to, yeah, called adrenaline, and like I think three kills without dying gets you to first level, and then three more to second, and then so on and so forth. But every adrenaline level will add a certain buff to you, uh, mm-hmm. and it goes up to like five. So no, it goes up even right. further. Does it go further than that? I'm only yeah. on like my second run, so I was up to five, and I'm like yeah, maxed it goes out up, there. It goes up a lot if you do. I I think I got up to like nine or ten. Oh, nice. um, but then. This is it, it does have some minor platforming and I'm not a hundred percent with like the dash, like how long you have to hold the dash and how far she'll go. So I fucked up platforming and I fell off a ledge and then that took away my level ten adrenaline. I'm like, God fucking damn it. It wasn't even an enemy. It was just yeah. me mistiming always, a jump. It always resets back to zero too. So that's like yeah, yeah. super frustrating. Because overall, especially you get accustomed to like the buffs and everything. Yeah, overall enjoying the game. There are some minor gripes, but you know, hopefully they can fix those. And then finally, I have been playing 
I'm sure Chance has as well, Resident Evil Village, uh, which just came out. Uh, how far are you, Chance? Um, I just defeated one of the bug people, the bug women. Okay, so you're you're at the castle. Just I just met up with the duke and was able to save in that room. Okay, all right, yeah. So uh, I'm like maybe an hour or so past where you are, and it is like I do like it. Some of the the boss fights that Chance has talked about, like the bug vampire ladies, weren't really that. Like it didn't feel like a boss. It felt like a minor, like mini boss type thing, you know. Well, yeah, I think she's. They're like the daughters of the big vampire lady, Demetrice. Yeah, you you um you meet like the four um main bosses yeah. kind of, which and I think those was are, like, a the huge mini surprise. And- I thought the whole game was gonna be Lady Demetrice's castle and then the village, but when you start off the game, uh, you see that there are four lords of the village, and Lady Demetrice is only one of them. So, yeah, and then there's Mother. Miranda. Miranda is like the uh, the leader like, of the yeah. village and like the god type person, like who they're all yeah. worshiping. Yeah, I mean, I really like where this game is going. Like, I like how they added more items. Like, there's so many more items. Um, you can actually customize your guns. Like, Too you many, can maybe? increase the stats. You can. I don't know. I mean, I kind of like it. I mean, they obviously they also changed the inventory system. It used to be kind of like Tetris, but like usually when you had multiples, like if you had multiple healing abil- or healing items. It would just like, you know, take up one space and stack. But now, like, every time you craft something, it it just adds up into your inventory. So, yeah, there's more items, but they also take up more space. Um, yeah, it, it feels a little bit easier than seven to me, at least. It does. Like, yeah, it does. For I sure. Like, like I've been able to easily find my way out yeah, of situations. A shit like, ton that, of I ammo. usually would take forever to. I mean, I, to, I think it's, it's still kind of early, but um yeah you get a lot of ammo i mean i've been looking around every like i'm so used to the, i just beat seven so i've been like you know looking around every nook and cranny and some of it's hidden and some of it's not like i feel like the seven they they took the hard time of hiding things like you know the the coins and and ammo and stuff like that but in this one like i mean there's actually like also a reason to kill like enemies too because they drop loot and like they never did that and yeah the, and, and seven and that's one of the things that makes it easier, I feel like, because every time you get a kill, it drop like they could drop currency or they could drop treasure, which you can sell. Treasure, yeah, exactly. Like I, like I have like you know, I only met Duke for the second time inside the in the castle, and I had over twenty thousand currency. I my first thing I bought was more space for my inventory, and I yeah, mean that's probably one of the best. You're gonna get a lot more treasures if you explore the castle. Like I at one time sold thirty thousand uh, lie worth of you know, treasure to him. So I have like a shit ton of money. It's pretty easy to come by. And I think yeah. that's kind of what makes it a little easier. Cause I feel like I'm never, uh, juggling my inventory management or like feel like I, it's my last shot left and I need to make this count. And, you know, it's like, I always have more, uh, I can either buy it or I have enough resources to craft it. So, um, yeah. maybe turn up the difficulty a little bit. If you're looking for that classic survival horror experience from like yeah. seven or two which i think two is probably the best one i've played so far i mean i still haven't beaten village so it might get better but game is beautiful like holy shit i'm playing yeah i love the setting i just love like the the castle's amazing like being like underground in the dungeons and then like the village and like you know i don't know i I very much like this one so much like a lot better than eight so far or i mean seven i'm playing uh 4k 60 with uh, ray tracing on my series x and on my oled tv and it looks just awesome. And one of the most uh, detail-rendered babies I've ever seen in a video game. Like, holy shit. Like, I think they mocapped a real baby or whatever, but it looks, like, really good. Um, overall, yeah, the, the the presentation of the game is just, like, it feels next-gen, at least, um, to me, with, like, the HDR and everything. But uh, really enjoying it. Story, you know, we'll see where it kind of goes. Uh, if you've played Resident Evil 7, chem fluid apparently fixes everything. <laughs> like, Yeah, just pouring things on your hand cures cancer, I guess. Like, yeah. The the amount of uh, injuries that happen to Ethan and he's just like... It's just so unrealistic. On. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that doesn't... How can you handle that? How do you, like, you know, I don't know. How you also, so Ethan, just terrible, terrible voice acting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how far... You, well, you've gotten to the castle, so you know the part where he's like... God damn, why does this keep happening to me? Why are everybody <laughs> dying? I'm like, come on, man. Somebody somebody needed to do a like a second take on that one. <laughs> uh, but I mean, those are just early impressions and 
I'll have a full review once I finish the game. But Rick, what have you yes. been playing? I haven't really been playing a lot, but what I have been playing, um, Doom 1993, so OG Doom, um, I got that via Xbox on my PC, so, you know, it's kind of fun, I haven't played that in a long time, probably like 20 years, um, once again, going back to the 90s, Final Fantasy VII, which I also have on my computer via Xbox, Final Fantasy VII Windows Edition has, um, this option where you can either you can just negate all random encounters you can basically have full health and full uh pp beginning of a battle like so limit break automatically um and then your health just regenerates over time so that's also pretty cool and then you can also do it like times three uh so when you're other than cutscenes, everything is going really fast just flying so, through the game <laughs> yeah so i'm definitely going to be biting into that a little bit more as always call of duty kind of the hole i've been in but as far as other media goes i've um read eight james bond books this week holy shit how long are james bond books (laughs) they are not very long (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do the audiobooks at work um started with casino royale on sunday and then um i kind of went a little bit out of order but now i'm back in order but yeah i've done Casino Royale, Goldfinger, From Russia with Love, Dr. No. Um, I've heard they're very sexist. Oh, they're sexist. And James Bond is like pretty fucking racist. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> but they're fun. They're fun spy. Well, action stuff. But yeah, you know, the language aside, because I could be like, oh, that was just the time. Every once in a while, like James Bond will be like, oh, yeah, there's this black guy at the spot. I didn't want him to touch me. And it's like, that's fucked up, bro. Yeah. That's what I've been up to. The movies definitely take liberties. Um, they don't. They aren't like copy paste of the books. Nice. Chance. Well, the normal stuff: Final Fantasy, League of Legends, um, TFT. But then we already talked about. I've been playing Resident Evil Eight. I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, one of the only games that I feel like I've been playing that no one has been playing yet uh, is I did also get um, Hood Outlaws and Legends. Um, I I haven't been able to play that as much right now i'm kind of busy but it came out the same day as resident evil so yeah i just pretty much ended up getting both and then um didn't have much time to play it yet and um uh yeah i mean i i haven't been able to play on like it's more of like a pvp pve kind of game um where you know you're fighting um you know computers to complete objectives but at the same time you're competing with another group of actual players um so i am i haven't been able to experience that yet but maybe next time um we talk about what we've been playing i might have more of a input on that but um i mean the game looks really good um and it looks very interesting and it's one of those games where you play online and you you level up and you earn perks and you earn customization and um like a game looks a lot of fun it's only 30 dollars too so you know not even a full price game. So, um, if you know, I haven't looked at the reviews at it recently, but if they're really good, then it definitely should be worth getting. Even if the game isn't like get the best ratings. I mean, it's only 30 bucks. So is um, this one you've uh, drafted by the way, or picked up? It is. I don't even, I don't know if I have a score for that yet, but it might be um, just cause it's a multiplayer game. They're waiting for servers and everything to go live before they review. Yeah. It. I should probably keep that in line uh, in mind that like multiplayer games, like, mainly are probably not going to do as well just because if they do have uh like launch problems then they probably hurt its rating but zach i mean that's pretty much it i have like just played returnal and that's it i have had like no time to play anything with work and coaching and stuff and school stuff so yeah minimal gaming time this week hoping to dive a bit more into one thing i forgot to mention on returnal the fucking uh, haptic feedback is like oh, yeah. some of the haptic best feedback. I've ever seen. Like, yeah, it's great. Like there are moments where, you know, you're in a room that's just has like a, an audio log or like a story beat or whatever. And in that moment, cause in the first biome, it's very rainy. You yeah, start you to feel, feel like the rain the tr- on the controller, Yeah, but it's, it's not Every like pat, something pat, pat, that's, pat, 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 yeah. yeah, it's not something that it's like uh, always there or like distracting or whatever. It's just a little like raindrops that you i don't know how they do it but it fucking feels awesome and then yeah. i'm not sure if you've gotten this far yet zach but every weapon has a secondary fire mode yeah and, so you can like hold down halfway for one yeah, fire so mode it and adds a little like bit a of pressure yeah. to aiming down the sights trigger so if you just 
press it until you get to pressure, that's normal fire. But if you mm-hmm. press it down all the way, it switches to secondary fire. And it, it, that's such an awesome way to handle control and like, yeah, it's just so easy in the middle of combat. Like if hey, I want to do secondary fire, just put a little bit more pressure on. So right. Shout out yeah, to that. So. That's yeah, I know the haptic feedback feels great. Again, we were, we were talking about like, how are they going to go about doing this with haptic feedback? So it's nice seeing them like, really embrace it yeah it's not just a gimmick it's like yeah exactly like so it's very cool mechanism for it yeah um but yeah that's basically all i've played Uh, i haven't i've done minimal gaming this week what's the news what's the news not slow news uh so before we dive into the topic of the show we're gonna do uh not slow news 2.0 this is where each of us brings a recent news story to the group to discuss kind of within a five minute limit um but rick and pat i know you guys are tag teaming on the on your news story. So if you guys want to go ahead and go first, I will let you guys begin. All right. So as we know, the ongoing court case between Apple and Epic over Apple's monopoly and Fortnite, you know, being removed from the Apple store, whatever that's slowly been going on in the background for like what a year and a half at this point, maybe longer. So we're finally starting to get like some details leak from those court documents and it's bringing in all these documents from other companies as well, because the judge is trying to understand the scenario of like the gaming world and everything. So uh, the thing I kind of want to focus on is Xbox's review of the last of us part two. So uh, I don't know in what context this was released, but this was one of the documents in the court case. So I'm going to read a little bit of the review. Uh, the Xbox review states that Last of Us Part Two sets a new bar for what we should hope to be able to achieve going into a new generation of consoles. It, it is the exceedingly rare video game where what it accomplishes is moving forward the art of narrative storytelling in a video game medium ultimately outweighs whether or not everyone likes or even everyone has fun playing it. That said, we loved it and had a great time playing it and find ourselves thinking about its characters and stories even after finishing the playthrough. Uh, they, they do go on to talk about like how it, it is such a, a well-crafted you know, game in terms of graphics, but then they mention, uh, like all Naughty Dog games, the, the, game, the gunplay <laughs> they can never seem to nail. And I don't agree with that. You know, It's not a first-person shooter. It's not as tight as like a Halo or a... Uh, apex or you know call of duty or something like that but for a third person shooter that is like stealth based i think it's one of the best in the genre what would you think rick honestly yeah um it's not like great but it just depends on the game like call of duty like the gunplay is amazing you just kind of focus mainly on the gunplay all the guns have different you know effects and different ranges it's it they all have their own like there's a wide array of um basically gun detail and gunplay, um, but when you're kind of more focused on story and stealth and having so many like ways to get around yeah. this one situation, like and the fluidity of it, like going in and out of stealth and like how the AI interacts with you and stuff, I think it's one of the best Naughty Dog gameplay games ever. Uh, I, I don't agree that the fact that they never nailed gunplay and whatever, but uh, overall, they're they're pretty positive on what this game is doing for the the medium of games and storytelling. So it's interesting to see these major corporations. Like we would never know any of this stuff if it wasn't part of this court document leak, but they're paying attention to the competitor. And I hope Xbox is learning like, Hey, this is what we need to do. We need to focus on games that take that storytelling to the next level. Uh, and they've made purchases. You know, we haven't seen like the, the fruits of that, you know, those purchases yet, but you know, buying, a uh, Ninja Theory with you know uh, Hellblade Two coming out soon. I think that's going to be a very narrative focused game because the first one was. And seeing that they want to do more games like Last of Us, take risks, and it doesn't matter if you know we don't want to pander to the audience. We want to tell uh, an engaging story in the medium. I think is definitely a step in the right direction. And it's it's just interesting seeing what Xbox thinks of Last of Us Two, and I'm sure there's a a Sony review of like Gears Four or Five or whatever, and it would be interesting to see more of this stuff come out. Like you know, it's like uh, if DC had a leaked document of like what they thought of Avengers and how it should you know go forward with their DCEU after like you know before it fell apart or whatever. But it, it's just a very interesting concept overall, and you know I liked reading what they thought of it and there are a few other uh 
fun little tidbits that came out, like how Xbox doesn't make money off their consoles. Have you saw that one? Yeah, yeah. Um, and how they rely mostly on, yeah, subscriptions and like add-ons. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, apparently, Walmart attempted a cloud gaming service. Yeah, something came up about that. <laughs> um, uh, of course, you know you get how much Fortnite makes, uh, how much Epic spends on exclusives. Yeah, the and, uh, stuff uh, about the Epic Game Store where they have not made any money from that yet. Then they spent like twenty, thirty million dollars on games uh, that they've given away for free. Uh, and then some of them have ranged from like, here's 200,000 to give your game away free, or here's 1.5 million to give away GTA five for free <laughs> on the Epic game store. And they've gotten a bunch of users into that ecosystem, but they still have not made money from the Epic game store overall. It was like, they said 2024 or something we expect to make money. I'm like, damn, that's like a huge monetary investment. But then I'm like, you got Fortnite, So you're fine. <laughs> uh, and also there was a potential leak that, uh, they were looking to put Samus into Fortnite. Yeah, which have they put many Nintendo characters in that yet? Zach, you're our Fortnite guy. Not that I am aware of or that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't think they've put any Nintendo characters in. There, They did do uh, Master Chief and Kratos recently with the, the Hunters yes. or whatever. Is that still going on? I don't Bounty know. I haven't Hunters, played Fortnite maybe? in like a month or so, so I'm not sure. But I mean, that seemed like the perfect time to get Samus in there. She's bounty hunter, right? So, or fits that. It could have been just, just like a licensing uh, thing. Like, oh, did they? Nice. Yeah. I, and obviously they've done like all the Star Wars stuff. They've done all the Marvel stuff. The Mandalorian and the, the child is like a backpack. Or whatever. They've done that. They've done previous Star Wars stuff because they had like Kylo Ren in there. They had Rey in there. Yeah, but I haven't, not, not any Nintendo characters though. Not yet anyway. But if they put Waluigi in there, it's like, I didn't get into Smash, but I'm in Fortnite. Let's do this. Oh, my God. Is that Master Chief coming at me? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why Waluigi hasn't been put into Smash yet. They don't give him any respect, man. He's my go-to for Mario Tennis. That's because he's lanky. (laughs) He takes up like half the court. I just love running around when I score. So annoying. (laughs) Because his, his runaround is dumb. Yeah, definitely some interesting stuff coming out of that uh, Epic slash Apple trial. I almost said Epic slash Epic trial. Uh, but they are, uh, that, that's probably going to go on for a while. So we're probably going to get some more news as uh, more documents leak. Chance, what about you? What's your uh, not so news? Sure. I mean, it's pretty, I mean, we got pretty quick, I guess. Um, essentially, Activision is having people that work, work that work on crash games. like Toys for Bob is the name of the developer. Uh, Toys for Bob. They just did a Crash Four. What was that name? What was the name of the game? Something about time or something. <laughs> no, <that's- laughs> uh. I mean, he's not wrong. It, it, was it something about time? The finally, it's finally time or something. I don't know. It's about time. It's about time. Something about time. Um, something, but like. <laughs> Well, essentially, they're like, okay, well, your guys, you know, you've made your Crash Bandicoot games. It's time for you guys to, you know, stop working on that and essentially put them to work on more Call of Duty because that's their pretty much their breadwinner. So um, it's a good and bad thing because, um, you know, I don't know, Call of Duty, it's Call of Duty. If anything, I feel like they should take a break, but it's Activision. They want more money and they don't care. So they're going to, you know, just get more and more people to work on that. And at the same time, we probably won't get a Crash game for a while. Um even though I feel like Crash has kind of made like a little bit of a comeback, so um, yeah, I mean Crash Four was great. It reviewed yeah. well. I think like, even yeah. Crash uh, Trilogy or whatever it sold pretty well, but apparently not uh, not as much as Call of Duty. So well, like, yeah, you, you can't it. add you can't Call add microtransactions, and um, they did. They did. <laughs> well, yeah, I know they did. I mean, I guess because when you think about like I, I mean, I did get um, the racing game, but I mean, it's not like to the level of Call of Duty. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah. I mean, like Call of Duty. Have you seen Call of Duty's micro uh, microtransactions? Like it is insane. Like it's huge. There's so yeah. many things you can buy. I mean, yeah. Just Warzone is like what two years old now, and it's still like their top breadwinner. And that's kind of that's what they're putting Toys for Bob on. Like they're doing support for Warzone because uh, you constantly need updates to compete with like Fortnite or whatever. But as a Crash fan, how do you feel about this chance? Um, I mean, as long as it's not permanent. 
then I don't mind, I guess. I mean, we don't need a Crash Bandicoot game all the time. It's going to be the sequel all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's about, it's about time. To all the, it's about time. All the time. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not the best of news, but it's not anything, you know, I don't think it's as crazy news. So I personally don't think you're going to get a crash like in the next, like, this generation <laughs> based oh, on be a disa- what Call of no Duty's, that'd be a disaster uh, i can't can't go the rest of the generation without another crash game i don't know man that's their mo you start I know working on well, well i mean you start working on call of duty you're not coming out look at Raven, i mean if you think about it like from crash bandicoot 3 warped to i guess the next iteration of the story it took 20 years i would be exactly. very surprised if it took another 20 years to make another crash game yeah i mean they've done the remastered trilogy they did um before that they did the, they brought back the Capture racing the game and then then they actually made a new game and so i mean they've done three games of crash bandicoot in the last couple years so i guess but like when three of when four of those f- games have had like already been made like didn't activision recently take the uh the the tony hawk people and put them on diablo fuck activision they they're working on diablo 2 remake instead of uh another Tony Hawk, which seemed like, you know, the, the easy thing to do after one and two remakes, uh, Activision is just like, you know, we don't want to take risks. We just want to do our major franchises. So that's what I don't like. We're gonna do. I don't like Activision. I don't like Activision. Yeah. I mean, even like, you know, the things they've done with Blizzard hasn't been very, I don't know. They're, it's just, they're just money hungry and don't really care about quality or people, anything. So hungry, hungry hippos, the lot of them. uh zach what is your story uh so i wanted to talk about really quickly the ratchet and clank rift apart um state of play that they had earlier this week uh we got to see a bit more gameplay uh it was like gameplay footage that we hadn't seen got a few new reveals uh so we got the reveal of a new playable character uh so ratchet's alter ego a rivet um so she's a character in this new dimension or one of the new dimensions uh so that's a new playable character which is really exciting her name was rivet all along so she's definitely ratchet just from a different dimension right <clears throat> yeah basically yeah she's just ratchet from a different dimension at least as, as far as we can tell uh so um we'll get to have her as a playable character which is cool and we just got to see a bit more uh like information on gameplay and stuff like that. So we got to see a couple new weapons and again, they had a focus on like the haptic feedback kind of similarly to returnal where like, if you hold um, right trigger or R2 down halfway, it's like your standard fire. Uh, so I think that for one of them, they showed like it for like a semi auto, if you, or for like, it, it could be like a full auto rifle or a semi auto rifle. If you hold it down halfway, it shoots single burst, single bullets. But if you hold down the whole way, it's, full auto um they had like a shot a double barrel shotgun if you hold it down halfway it'll shoot one barrel if you hold it down the whole way it will shoot both barrels simultaneously so more damage so really cool use of like the feedback in that sense uh and then just kind of more like story-based stuff like reveals like uh in this uh in this new dimension nefarious is the emperor so like your main antagonist is actually like a more successful version of himself naturally in this new dimension so there's kind of little story beats like that that they gave us it was cool seeing the um the new gameplay actually getting the reveal of the new character and like what her name is and kind of what's going on with her um but it wasn't anything too crazy uh just kind of more gameplay as it comes out i think what june 11th yeah comes out june 11th uh 2021 so as someone who has only played like 20 minutes of that 2015 ratchet and clank game and did not care for it uh it looked okay i mean graphically it looks like a a fucking pixar movie like holy shit but other than that i'm not like too thrilled i mean i'll try it but it's not something i'm like holy shit i can't wait for you know but I'm sure chance who just recently beat the the most recent ratchet and clank or you you're probably more excited for it right um yeah i mean like you said like graphically it just like it's just you know the fur eye candy like like, it looks amazing the fur the environment super colorful and vibrant and um 
Uh, they mentioned, you know, they're going to have new guns. They're going to have some old guns. Maybe I'm hoping maybe they can add more customization to the guns because that seems to be like their biggest thing in the game is all the different kinds of guns. But normally you just level them up and then they did have a tree that you can eventually spend money on and stuff. But um, uh, I don't know. I hope they just add more to that, I guess. Um, but it it looks amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm it, I'm excited to see what they've added to the game and um you know, obviously they, they said they would focus on a lot more movement. So there's a lot more like dashing and um, things like that. Um, obviously, like the fact that you can literally like, yeah, you say you can pull like, you know, uh, portals to yourself and you literally like essentially teleport to a different part, like a different environment and like seamlessly. And it just looks, I don't know, it looks very, it looks, fun. it looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait to play that. So I would say it's definitely more like, it's something it's like, to Pat's point, it's, it's if you grew up playing it, it has like a very niche audience. So like if you grew up playing it, there's definitely like that nostalgia of like getting back into Ratchet and Clank. Uh, it is a standalone, so you don't necessarily need to have played the previous games um, from like the story perspective, but it would obviously help having like the background of the characters and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, I, I can totally see like how if you hadn't been into Ratchet and Clank previously, this game wouldn't necessarily be like up up one's alley so also just like what an amazing purchase insomniac has been for sony like yeah uh, spider-man no, 2018 fantastic. was such a hit miles morales like we'll talk about we'll, it we'll talk about that yeah but like and now this like in in the span of a year they're releasing two games that are going to do pretty fucking well right. for the playstation 5 so yeah no, it's a great acquisition for them and yeah i love insomniac and the games they have so it's just smartest move sony to... made i think in, in recent memory yeah for sure for sure so as you mentioned earlier a topic of the show is going to be uh basically going through a lot of sony news uh so it's, it feels like it's been a while since we've talked about or had an episode like kind of solely dedicated to sony uh so it's been nice to kind of see some news come out we can actually kind of get get down to brass tacks with them and talk about it uh so we'll kind of go through kind of what everything that they've, they've done in the last like couple weeks or so. Uh, and to start, uh, I want to start with uh, this new game that uh, will be coming out by Firewalk. So uh, SIE and uh, probably Monsters announced a new partnership together uh, where PlayStation will be the exclusive publishing partner for the first game on probably Monsters Firewalk Studios. Uh, so Firewalks, it's going to be a, triple a multiplayer game uh, and that is basically all we know about it they have not given us many details uh on what the game will actually be it doesn't have a planned release window we don't know if it's even going to be current gen only or if it will be cross-generational cross-generational excuse me if it'll be playstation 4 and playstation 5 don't really know what the game is going to be about even um they just announced this uh partnership um with them and it kind of like, and we'll talk about it here in a second, and it kind of bleeds into more of their kind of focus on exclusive. But yeah, there's going to be this new partnership with Probably Monsters for um, Firewalk Studios AAA game. Yeah, so Sony kind of, this is one of the spots that they don't have a lot of, you know, content for game-wise. Most of their first-party games are, you know, single-player adventure games or narrative based action games. So uh, a multiplayer game is definitely going to be uh, help, you know, kind of fill out their portfolio. Plus their recent attempt at a multiplayer game kind of crashed and burned with uh, what was the, uh, the car one that everyone forgot about. Twisted metal. No, no, the, it should have been twisted metal, but the new IP that they made, uh, I can't even remember, but it was so bad. Oh, was it destruction? All stars destruction? All stars where it was like, it's a $70 game. No, we can't sell this for 70. We're going to give it away free. <laughs> I can't imagine after having played that with you for like 10 minutes and immediately how, uninstalling it and immediately how in God's name they thought that was worth $70. Yeah, that, that is not worth the space that it takes up on your PlayStation. So um, do you think they're going to do SOCOM? We're talking Sony exclusive multiplayer. That could be since the PS2, it's been SOCOM. But then are you then competing with the the first person shooters like uh call of duty and well socom was third person 
I think so. Yeah. Okay. It was third person tactical. Yeah, maybe. Is is it going to be free to play? You guys think, or are they going to do a a big budget sixty dollar or seventy dollar? I guess now. Oh, look at Fortnite. Look at Warzone. If you do like a free one that you just have a bunch of microtransactions, you know, yeah, yeah. microtransactions, Everybody boom, that to... makes you a shit ton more money. Yeah. Everybody uh, wants their cash cow like Fortnite. So. But it, it's a it's an interesting move. Sony's clearly making a lot of uh, uh, deals that you know they know their first parties can only pump out games so fast. So they need that third party support to do it. Um, they recently had the the Jade Raymond deal um, with her new studio Haven uh, is going to be making a, a first party. They call it first party because that's what Sony's branding is now. But it's a uh, th- they'll be doing a, a narrative based game. So Sony's definitely. Uh, leveraging these exclusivity deals a lot more than xbox has and i think it's a good strategy i mean hell look look at housemark with returnal that's not a first party studio they've just been working with sony so i think it's yeah. a good move yeah so uh i'm looking forward to kind of seeing what more details they uh release out again not really knowing too much about it is kind of like the one thing that we can't really bring from a news perspective. We don't know much about it, but uh, the team at Firewalk is built up of former Destiny, Halo, Apex, and COD uh, developers. Uh, So they have the capability of kind of branching out and going multiple directions with whatever this game is going to be. Uh, Because, I mean, those games are, like, Destiny and Halo, I guess, kind of fairly similar um, in, like, kind of play style and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, with COD and Apex they could go down like a different route as well. So they have a lot of versatility there amongst that team, which is, which can only bode well for them. So. Uh, there was, I'm not sure if you mentioned it, um, but there's also the detail of them saying we've been play testing over this past year. So this game might be further along than we think. So. Oh, nice. Who knows? Um, as far as I don't, I don't know if you guys want to <laughs> stick too long with that but i think it's a good segue into kind of probably the biggest news that came out of the week was that sony is and playstation specifically i guess are looking to aggressively invest in exclusives uh this year uh during an investor call sony cfo hiroki totoki uh claimed that the company will invest even more awesome name by the way yeah that's great it is a great name and it's it flows off the tongue so well so good on you hiroki totoki or i guess your family for naming you that way uh but again, they claim that they will invest even more money into PlayStation exclusives in 2021. This comes right on the heels of Jim Ryan uh, stating that PlayStation, uh, the PS5, will be look, uh, home to more exclusives than any of the previous console generations for PlayStation. Uh, and it's not just from a first-party studio perspective like Passa. They're building more relationships from a third-party perspective. Um, I mean, we have, I mean, we just had Returnal. We have Deathloop coming out, who's from Arcane. And then Tango Gameworks has Ghostwire Tokyo. And those are all going to launch as well. Uh, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo will be launching as uh, time exclusives. So, yeah. And then, you know, we saw in their uh, their PlayStation announcement or whatever, the amount of exclusives they've had there indie wise, like uh, mm-hmm. um, obviously Snacks has already come out. Uh, Pathless has already come out, but then they got a, a bunch of others lined up. Uh, what was the the one with a cat stray, right? Stray, stray, uh, yeah. And like a bunch of others that have still yet to come out that had had like kind of a a positive reaction during that initial reveal. So there's going to be a lot of Sony the games you can only play on PlayStation coming out soon. Yeah, and then uh, in that PlayStation also managed to land timed exclusivity for Final Fantasy VII remake and uh, the eventual Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, so. Yeah, there's a heavy emphasis on this exclusivity, uh, which maybe like Pat, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It's just like kind of like a shift into how, like maybe Xbox is doing things right now. Uh, not so much. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Xbox is they're they're still doing some exclusivity stuff. We've seen with like Stalker and uh, um, what's that uh, Geiger like game? Um, oh, the creepy one. Yeah, oh, fuck, I forget the oh, name. Shit. But they, they've had twelve minutes at their uh, mm-hmm. 
their uh, reveal events. So they are doing these deals, probably not to the scale that Sony's been doing because they're mostly investing in their first party studios. They've put a lot of money in right. purchasing first party studios outright. And Sony already had studios that already had like a pedigree. So they're taking that same, probably much less, but they're taking a, an investment and making deals to just get the game versus getting the studio. Two different approaches, but um, it, it seems the, this is the the right approach for each company. Like Sony does not need to buy more studios. They have quality studios that have been pumping out quality games for years. Xbox needed these studios. Uh, this is a, a good investment for the future for them. So getting a bunch of just games, I don't think would have helped them as much as you know it's going to help Sony. Um, but getting those studios is definitely the right move for for Microsoft right now. So yeah, so can't stress enough this huge investment on PlayStation's part into their exclusive deals. Uh, speaking of one of their exclusive games, um, Miles Morales, their sales numbers whew, through the roof, man. They're doing great. So Spider-Man Miles Morales is outselling some of PlayStation's biggest exclusive, the most recent two, namely Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, Miles Morales is outselling them. Uh, so Miles Morales has uh, sold over 4.1 million copies. As far as sales on PlayStation is concerned, they're sitting fifth um, behind Black Ops Cold War, Madden 21, uh, COD, Modern Warfare Remastered, and Valhalla. So yeah. Miles Morales is number one in terms of their exclusives currently being sold. The rest of those, I mean, those are all... Just those are pretty big perfect. hitters Yeah, overall, and like, you, so, wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't yeah, necessarily great... expect them. Those are great numbers for a first party game. Like, yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, so and just sitting there, just a like, little bit of uh, context here. Uh, Last of Us is a full priced sixty dollar game. Uh, Miles Morales is forty nine ninety nine at full price. Uh, mm -hmm. You can get the the seventy nine version that comes with uh, uh, twenty eighteen remastered. Yeah, Spider Man twenty eighteen remastered. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like the majority of people probably just got that fifty dollar one yeah. with the PlayStation Five. Like, I'm assuming the attach rate for PlayStation fives and people getting miles Morales is probably huge. Like, yeah, absolutely. that was the go-to game to get when yeah, PS5 and, and that context is definitely important because it's easier to spend besides bug snacks. Obviously. Than, yeah. Which Rick, yes. Bug snacks, big bug snacks fan over here. <laughs> Never played it, but I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of the song. song. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so yeah. And, and these sales can be due to, again, obviously, uh, Miles Morales is a cheaper game than Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, and being sold on both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 obviously helps as well. Two markets, definitely better than one. Uh, and, it's Spider -Man. and it's Spider-Man. And it's Spider-Man. Yeah, like, obviously. Okay, Rick, what's the Also, it's, it was like the launch game of the PS5, which as okay, obviously yes, yeah. apparently is sold a lot better than the Series X. You know what the launch game on the Series X was? I don't know. Like I've been playing all the games on Game it Pass. Was, I've been playing like yeah, original. It was supposed Xbox to be games. Halo Infinite. There was no exclusive. It was going to be medium for a second, but then that got delayed as well. Mm -hmm. so. so, but yeah, I mean, it's it's still very impressive, uh, given the, the the scale of like where they are and like the names that are ahead of it as far as its sales are concerned. I mean, you're talking like, I mean, COD, two CODs. I I personally I was surprised to see Valhalla up there. At number four. That was the best-selling Call of Duty. Like, or best-selling Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like, I, I know. Like, I don't know. I was just kind of surprised to see it up there. Like, I was surprised right. to see Madden up there, too. I couldn't believe it. Like, Madden always sells well. Like, I know. People who complain why, about microtransactions which is why I cannot are the wait. minority. Which is why I cannot wait for NCAA football 2025 or whatever year Madden. it is to come out. I mean, then FIFA should be up there. For crazy. No, because like, FIFA's trash. FIFA is a trash game, and I buy it every year. I don't know why I do this to myself. But it, it just is, came it to Game Pass. Why don't you wait until it does that? I get, I might for FIFA 22. And, and let's be real. That's not going to happen. I'm getting it day and day. Like, that's just how it is. Anyway, FIFA aside, like those sales numbers are great <laughs> right. for Miles Morales, and it just yes, reiterates yeah, how good of a purchase, good of a purchase Insomniac. Insomniac was because yeah. they've made back the money that they spent oh. probably just oh, with Miles yeah. Morales. Like, Absolutely. That's a huge coup for, for PlayStation and Sony. So good on them. Give you your flowers. Pat's right. That's probably the best move they've made in recent memory. Uh, and then even moving on from that, more more Sony news. Um, 
The Last of Us 3 script being done. Eh, not really. Not necessarily the script. But Naughty Dog uh, did say that they have already written the story outline for Part 3. Um, Neil Druckmann did say that the sequel is not currently in development. Um, but he does. he did say that he hopes it can one day see the light of day um when they were talking to him about it he was keen to point out that it takes a lot when you're making this kind of game this big like large scale narrative based game incredibly story driven that is the focal point uh he said the last of us part two was a seven year process uh to go from we'll just start like we'll call it storyboarding going from the beginning of writing the story all the way to release was a seven year process uh I'm not going to make the assumption, but it would. You can assume that a time scale for that might be similar for The Last of Us Part Three. Uh, maybe not seven years; it could be less. Could be. More, I feel like more or less. Sony is probably going to want to fast track it based on the amount of sales right. Last of Us Two did. So, but like you don't want like the. I guess from our perspective, from a gaming perspective, you don't want the story to suffer because it's being fast tracked. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just. I know he says he it hopes to see he hopes that it'll see the light of day at one point. I, I'm just telling you, if if it's up to Sony, it's gonna see it's the light of day sooner than right. later because right. the amount of uh, sales Last of Us Two did. So, right, um, and that's a... kind of like with what's going on with with what Naughty Dog is doing, uh, they are working on the Last of Us remake, uh, which again I feel like they don't need to do. I don't know but, why they're I mean, doing it. It's gonna sell. It's I mean, going to sell. I'm so... complaining about it, but I'm gonna buy it. I'm not going to buy it, but I mean, people will buy it. <laughs> like, well, I don't, I don't think they need to do it. Uh, you can charge are... seventy for that. I'll buy it. Oh my god! Why would you do that? I mean, I get, it's a remake. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, you're right. Why wouldn't you? Uh, they are, are tied, doing, man. I can't. They're doing a new. Are they like tied? <laughs> so you have a gun to your head? Like what the hell is going? You don't need to spend seventy dollars on that. Sony has uh, a, a figurative gun to my head. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, they are working on a new Uncharted project and are, or at least were, working on multiplayer for The Last of Us. I know Rick was like, I'm pretty sure, super excited for that to be a possibility. Okay, conspiracy um, theory. Yes. What if Firewalk is, is doing working that on The Last of Us <laughs> 2 multiplayer? Rick is like, I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I'd be fine with that, and it makes sense that Naughty Dog or you know, Sony would be like, okay, Naughty Dog, work on Last of Us Three, so we can push that out. We'll take care of the multiplayer. Like, fuck it, whatever. That that doesn't involve story at all. You guys have all your freedom, but just be Sorry. fast. <laughs> just be fast. Like, go 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 go. Do uh, we have any story predictions? Nope. Don't say anything. I mean, it I'm not done spoilers, with part two yet. So. Don't say anything. I'm not done with part two yet. I feel like at least one character from part two will appear. In part three. <laughs> At least one character. Yes. Yeah, anyway, but given all Naughty Dog is currently working on, um, obviously, and, I mean, obviously you shouldn't expect The Last of Us 3 anytime soon. Yeah, uh, the next project. I would say the earliest will... like would be 2026. I don't know about that, but like the next project from them is definitely going to be Last of Us Remake, probably next year when the TV show comes out, hopefully packaged with Last of Us Part Two, 60 FPS version, and maybe Last of Us Two multiplayer for 70. That's that's the deal. That's I will buy it right away. Charge a hundred for that. I don't care. Figurative gun to my head. All right, and then the last thing, as far as Sony news is concerned, uh, PlayStation announced a partnership with Discord. So just when we were talking about the potential for Microsoft to acquire discord crazy thing and then sony just comes in with a plot twist and just properly sweeps us all from under the rug um, or sweeps the rug out from under us rather that's how the phrase goes. <laughs> sweeps us all under the rug <laughs> fuck all of you guys <laughs> they swept the rug out from under us that, 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 those those two phrases are way too close that's that's they had to, the english language should have come up with something we're not different. here to fuck spiders all right <laughs> Jesus, why does that where that went? <laughs> you don't know that saying? No. No. It's it's my favorite Australian saying. It basically what means like You're not like, even Australian. It's like I know, but like it's it's like common in like memes and stuff, but it's basically like when somebody asks you something obvious, like, hey, uh uh oh, you got the PS5. Are you playing any games? Like, I'm not here to fuck spiders. I'm oh playing games, of course. <laughs> that's that's 
that should not I like be it. A, that should not be a thing. Oh my <laughs> I like god. It. I hate that. I genuinely dislike I'm gonna use that, that like today. Exactly. No, I, <laughs> what? Oh my god. Anyway, so yes, plot twist. Sony and PlayStation announced a partnership with Discord. So on May third, Sony announced a new partnership with them, which will see the communication service everyone here is familiar with Discord. If you're not I don't know what to tell you. We're using it uh, right now. We're literally using it right <laughs> now. Uh, uh, so that will be integrated into the PlayStation experience at some point in early 2022. They say it is going to be early next year, so we'll be, have to wait a little bit for that. Um, it makes sense since PlayStation's party system is basically Discord. They lifted Discord, put it into PlayStation, and, and was like, this is how it is. A worse way to do it, though. like A worse... It, it is. It is a not-as-good Discord. Which kind of begs the question, like, if you were going to do this, did you have discussions with Discord previously? If so... Clearly they didn't, but if so, why didn't you just integrate this right off the bat? <laughs> like, if you I'm knew, sure there's, like, we're working out a deal, like, hey, we're gonna offer you this much, and Discord's like, no. We, no, we, we want, want more. more. It's, it's a PlayStation 5. You got more money, Sony. And Sony's like, you know what? Fuck you. We'll do it ourselves. And then two months later, they came back. Hey, yeah, we kind of fucked that up. Uh, how much did you guys want? <laughs> and like, oh, it's even more now, now that you're coming back on your hands and knees begging. All right, um, we're not here to fuck spiders. We'll give you the money. Like, Jesus Christ. It's just not <laughs> saying that. Like, anyway. so That was the literal conversation. <laughs> So, yes, not not yes, that that was the literal conversation. Yes, that this is happening. Not the fucking spiders, but this partnership with Discord. Uh, so that's happening. I'm excited that it's going to happen, especially because like a couple of the games that I have on PlayStation, uh, like COD specifically, I could play with like Parth and Jonah in them and they play on PC. And it's frustrating because they either we either have to go to game chat or I just play the game deaf or use your phone and use Discord on your phone. And then no, I know. have your headset and then you have little headphones inside i'm not going to do much. that i'm not going to do that it is way too much work <laughs> like i have uh two headsets that have just like the one ear and the mic so i've i've done it before <laughs> where i've put them on each side <laughs> oh my god why did anger. you do that was it i think when we were playing call of duty so i had xbox game chat with just the people on my team and then i had the people who i was facing on the other side so i had to like some people weren't on Discord, so I had to like translate. It was, it was an ordeal. Parth is just annoying about using game chat. Looking forward to not having to do that anymore. And I and I'm sure he'll listen to this because he says he listens to our podcast. So Parth, you suck when you hi don't Parth. Want to it was nice meeting you. So no, is it, it, no, no, don't say hi to Parth. It's bullshit because like clearly I'm at a disadvantage. And then he's just like, "Why are you bad at this right now?" I'm like, "I can't fucking hear when anyone's around me. What do you want me to do?" I mean, you just camp anyway. So no, I do not. I'm COD. COD, you <laughs> so just run Parth around. Said. But it on one map, it was a it was a two v two. Okay, all right, whatever. You're going but off like, on no, no, I don't want to justify this because I've been attacked by Parth now. But even though Discord, he's not here, <laughs> I mean, obviously, with the amount of uh, crossplay games, it's a it's a good. Uh, good deal for them to make mm -hmm. i expect Absolutely. xbox and then hopefully nintendo but probably not nintendo because they're nintendo to do the same because it would just be awesome to have one communication service on all of these platforms yeah and, absolutely you know not have to to deal with everything xbox parties are great i do enjoy them but obviously discord would just be easier to have that one service for everything so yeah discord would be would be great to i don't expect playstation's own party system to go away they probably just want to keep that how it is just because not everyone's going to be using discord uh the sony fanboys probably are just gonna be like oh, i don't want to talk to anyone else yeah. <laughs> so but overall good good move yeah and this probably means no one's going to buy discord Right. Which is also good. I like that Discord is doing their own thing. and Except maybe Amazon or something. I don't know. Oh, God. So that's basically all the Sony news uh, that was going on. A uh, lot of stuff. Uh, and it, feel, it feels good to actually kind of do like a Sony-based episode again because it feels like it's been a while. Is there anything else Sony-related that we didn't talk about that you guys would want to cover? Anything we may have missed? I mean, that was a lot of stuff that they had stories for. Uh Xbox has seemingly like, you know, had a, a story every week or so. We we didn't talk about it this episode, but they just added the games 
the the FPS boost and stuff. So um, it seems like they're doing a, a story like a week just to trying to stay in like the the news Public cycle. Eye, yeah. And then Sony's just like, here's everything. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely excited for more Sony stuff coming up. Whatever they end up doing around E3 time, I know they're not participating in E3, but maybe they do summer game summer game fest. But I, I totally expect them to do a state of play once Absolutely. uh probably after crash is out or not crash uh clank whatever yeah. the fucking mascot guy is um ratchet sir put some respect on his name and rivet put some respect on her name she's she's definitely the more interesting character out of the two so yeah uh, because we've never met her before and she's got a robotic arm man ratchet also has a robotic arm does he really yes i had never noticed what I had no idea. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't think he right. has a robotic arm. I think I he does. Think... Okay, no, if you type doesn't. ratchet into Google Images, you're just gonna get a bunch of tools. <laughs> <laughs> does he not? I thought he had I thought he very newly had like on his right arm or no, something. No, or maybe it's just Zach's a, a liar. Confirmed. Zach is a liar. Oh no, he doesn't have a robotic <laughs> arm, huh? I could have sworn he did. I mean that's like her biggest thing was that that she had a metal arm. I thought he got one too. Maybe I'm tripping. Oh no, it's just an armor set. It's an armor set. It's an armor set. I take it back. I'm sorry. It was an armor set. It's an armor set. Not even a ratchet and clink fan. Shut your mouth. (laughs) The truth has been exposed, but yeah. So, you know, a lot of PlayStation news, but we're probably going to get more this summer. So stay tuned, everybody. Subpar subtitles. Wow. <laughs> All right. So subpar subtitles is a game we like to end the podcast with. Uh, we basically take the principle that game developers like naming their game franchise colon subtitle. And that's S-U-B hyphen T-I-T-L-E. Uh, for example, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, so I've taken a fake subtitle and intermixed it with a bunch of real ones. And it's our panel's job here to figure out which one is the fake one. Uh We've been keeping score all year. Uh, the winner will get to record with the little uh, ghost shell from Destiny 2 that you can see. Which I there. haven't been able to all year. It's virtually there, right? <laughs> but what are the scores, Zach? Uh, so right now it is Chance in first with 12, uh, myself in second with 9, and Rick in third with 3. All right. So everyone ready? New Dawn, The New Colossus, A Dark Matter, Annihilation, and Tears of the Earth. I'll say those again for those of you listening at home. New Dawn, The New Colossus, A Dark Matter, Annihilation, and Tears of the Earth. Chance, since you're in first, why don't we start with you? I'll go with the Tears of the Earth. Tears of the Earth for Chance. Zach? I'm going to go with Annihilation. Annihilation for Zach. Rick? Uh, C, the Dark Matter. A Dark Matter. Or A Dark Matter. All right. And then now for the twist. So you guys have the option to keep your answer, and you'll get three points if it is indeed correct. Or... You can choose to say that they're all real or that they're all fake. If you choose all real or all fake, and that is indeed the case, you will get double the points for a total of six. So, Rick, what do you choose? All real. Rick is going all real. Zach? Oh, God. I want to go all real. But will I you? really do. I just, you know what? Nope. I'm just going to stay. I'm just going to stay. Zach is staying. Chance? I don't know. I guess I'll stay. Chance is staying. All right. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Far Cry, New Dawn. Yep. <laughs> Real game. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Yep. Real game. The Room VR, A Dark Matter. Real game. Annihilation. Not a real game. That is yes. just a movie. Yes. <laughs> a Mortal Kombat movie. Yes. Uh, Astalon Tears of the Earth. Real game. So, Zach, 
I think you just tied it. I did. It is a tie ball game at the top. <laughs> Annihilation sounded so familiar. Because <laughs> it's like, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the movie. Like, but there or is just the movie Annihilation. Like, or yeah, that too. Uh, or the book based on the movie. But is there not a game called like Annihilation? There is no subtitle of just Annihilation. Oh, it's Planetary Annihilation. If I find one, do I get the points? Yeah, if you do find a real subtitle called Annihilation, I will give you the points. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, or concerns uh, at the Entitled Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media. We're on Twitter at TugPod, on Instagram at TUG underscore POD, on Reddit at RTugPod, and on Facebook at the Untitled Gaming Podcast, and also check out our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tugpod, and then we also ask that you guys subscribe and leave us reviews. Five-star reviews for us. One-star review for every other podcast. I'm just going to read a little bit of expert, an excerpt. I'm going to read a little bit of excerpt or I don't know. Excerpt. <laughs> An excerpt. Excerpt. An excerpt. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> of, the, of the thing. So, um, if I can talk. Excerpt. If eyes definition is interferon gamma. <laughs> Alexa, please be quiet. <laughs> you don't even have to say Alexa for that to kick in. Wow. She just does it sometimes.